I told my oldest son this. Uh, I speak to him differently to the other two because yeah. he's a bit older. Yeah. Well, I talk to him about this stuff. Not because money is the reason, but money gives you choices. Like, I'm not a finance guy. I'm not loaded or anything like that. But you know enough to know that like if you have plenty of money, you can just enjoy life a little bit more. I'm not yeah. saying it's the fix for your problems, but no. if you don't have to worry about it, like there's a lot of poor people yeah. taking work for granted, just having a job. I've been jobless before. It fucking sucked. Yeah. But I refused to go to Centrelink, so I didn't go. Yeah. But there's a lot of poor people who can't afford normal shit, shit that we take for granted. And I'm just like, my son's worried about Jordans or what. Like, I know you like sneakers, yeah. but like that's what is in his head. It's like, mate, you can't afford sneakers, but like you can afford shoes, but you can't afford things that matter. Yeah. It's like, it's not going to help you in the long run. He thinks about it and stuff. And I just put like little seeds, I guess, as opposed to just trying to like yeah. drill it into him. And you do that a few times over the years and they kind of get an idea themselves. Welcome to the Savo Show. We have a guest on who is my oldest friend since I moved here to Australia from the Soviet Union. His name is Josh Hamilton. He is of the native kind, the Aboriginal kind, <laughs> the OG kind. As you can tell. As you can tell. <laughs> and um, yeah, I've grew up on uh, living on uh, a street in, in Padbury. He lived around the corner and uh, we'd always go to each other's houses. We both had pools, so that was cool. That's right. I had the Sony PlayStation. He had the uh, extra. 64. The, he had the 64. Mm. And then he had the, uh, the, the siblings and uh, the trampoline. Oh, Tim and his injuries. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, the van. When going down to uh, Neil Hawkins to feed the birds. Oh, the Tarago, the creamy. Tarago. Oh, and that's uh, and then, yeah, he had, uh, you had, he had your older sister, Kiara. He had a younger brother, Tim. And then you had Sally and Blake, your, mm -hmm. twin, your twins who are all adults now as well. It's actually pretty crazy, yeah. Last time I saw them, they were, I think, still in diapers. It would be like that, yeah, actually, because they're eight years younger than us. Because we went to, uh, we moved to six. Kalgoorlie. And then uh, where your cousins were from, I remember. And, uh, and then you guys went up to Geraldton for a bit. Yeah, mum got a work transfer up there for the Department of Justice. So we just went along the way and yeah. the rest is history. Did some years up there and then we had a football carnival. I can't even remember what it was called. Yeah, the Goldfields in, Football Carnival or something like in that. In Kalgoorlie. And I remember you coming up to me after a match or just waiting. And you're just like, Josh, I'm like... <laughs> what? Like, yeah. couldn't couldn't remember, and then, yeah, got to talking, and then it's just crazy how you can keep in touch with people. And now you're all tatted up, big boy, <laughs> going on the uh, going on the bulk. Are you natty? No, <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. I'm not out to impress anyone. Well, mate, I'm fucking impressed. With oh big... yeah, like don't get me wrong. I'm like, impressed, it's, bro. I'm it's cool, but I don't, I don't. There's nothing to hide, like. Every man his dog's been doing it since before I did it. Yeah. Not into drugs that much, so that was that my, much. <laughs> that, well, you know, like I didn't really drink much going up. Yeah, yeah. Not really. Um and that's my little thing that I like to do. Yeah. 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 But Fair enough. Fair enough. Keeps me in line. I don't drink alcohol pretty much ever. So it's one less thing I have to worry about. Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, the alcohol, it's there. It's always there. People are drinking less these days. You think so? Yeah. They're, they're saying that the Gen Z, Gen Z is, uh, 
yeah, they're not consuming as much alcohol as uh, as we did growing up. Well, that's probably not a bad thing. No, it's a great thing. It doesn't help with a lot of decisions. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> especially, especially if you're hooking up. Oh, my, I haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so no. you got you got three boys. I do actually. Yes, they're three sons. Uh, oldest is turning twelve this year. Wow. Yeah. So it's a kind of kind of weird. Yeah. I'm only 32 this year, so started young, but it's probably the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you had your first kid when you were 20. What was that like? Well, I was uh, looking back at it now. It was, uh, don't know, it just kind of happened and didn't really question it. We ended up getting married at the time. Well, we were, we were married. And uh, I just thought that's what you do. You just get married, you have kids and you do the family life and I guess because I didn't really drink much anyway, even back then, I think I went four years without drinking, so I didn't drink for a while. It wasn't like I felt like I missed out on too much and uh, because of that, it wasn't that bad, but yeah. it was a bit rocky along the way and yeah. things change. And yeah. So now that you're uh, on to, well, you've got your life with the kids, but uh, your, your new relationship How's that kind of unfolded for you over the last kind of couple of years? Because I know we've been chatting every now and then about your previous life. Oh, you know, you, you, your kids carry that life over, but your relationship with your kids is is a huge deal. Yeah. So my current partner is we met by chance, a mutual friend of ours, someone I used to live with actually. So that was quite cool. It wasn't like through Tinder or anything like that. Um, I know. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Still fine. <laughs> no, but it wasn't like some. It wasn't like I was just looking for a bit of fun. Yeah. And I just happened to go with that. It was just quite mutual and honest, really. Yeah. But she's awesome. She's very, very family orientated, um, which I'm very surprised about. She's a bit younger than me, so I didn't yeah. think think that would be such a thing. Yeah. Um, she's got a few, uh, like a niece and nephew herself, so she's all about that kind of family life and. I was a bit hesitant. I didn't think I'd really, because I've been married and divorced, I didn't think I'd uh, really be that interested in a relationship again, and let alone contemplating anything else that follows that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how long after um, you decided that and you met this this lovely woman? So... Or you started dating her anyway? Um, so I left my ex-wife in uh, 2019. Yeah. I think the start of August, so that kind of time of the year. And then I've been dating, or I've been with my partner for two years this month. Mm. And I just went through a phase where I went overseas like quite quite early on after leaving and just cleared my head a bit. It wasn't like a party thing, um, time to myself. And then just kind of floated around doing some shit, like uh, shutdown work. Mm-hmm. Not really interested in girls a whole lot. Like, you'd be on Tinder and stuff like that. But it wasn't, like, didn't feel meaningful, you know. Like, I've been married with my kids for, like, eight years. Stuff like that isn't that appealing. Yeah. Not really. And, um, yeah, I just kind of floated around for a long time and then just happened to meet my partner. Just by chance from seeing a photo that my friend posted. Yeah. And I just had to ask. (laughs) You single? Oh, I'm 100% taken. Oh, sure. Oh, no. I made her wait, actually. She will not. (laughs) Oh, she's going to kill me. 
So, so what's your riz? How did you riz her? I had made her wait. Oh. So I don't know. It was like seven o'clock, her birthday, two years ago in January. Um, my friend, I used to, was living with her. She posted up a photo. I was out at work on site, <clears throat> and I just messaged my my friend Emily, and I was like, "Who's that?" Like just, oh. Yeah. And um, she's like, Haha, "I knew you would say something." I was like, oh yeah. She's like, I showed you a photo of her, uh, you to her. And she's like, oh, my God, he's so my type kind of thing. Oy. She followed me like, I don't know, 10 minutes later, whatever. Yeah. I didn't say a thing to her the next day. <laughs> just, oh, yeah, good night. Didn't, didn't follow her back. Didn't, didn't like nothing. Just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, cool, that's yes. him. Next day, started talking, rest is history. So you do it. So she will deny that. Forever, <laughs> she would try to make up. Well, you weren't needy, you know. You were you were doing your thing. You were chill. Well, you just learn over time that you don't need people. Yeah, I guess. But um, it's a bit of a game courting people, even if you don't know where it'll go. It's still a game. It's yeah. competition, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So if you're just doing what everyone else is doing, you got to stand out a little bit. You got to stand out. <laughs> yeah, I've been. Mm. Uh, I remember growing up. And, you know, with my height, getting taller and taller. And everyone was like, you're so tall, all this shit. And I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. And then back in, uh, in the club days, the peak club days of the early 2010s, uh, the, girls, <laughs> the girls would come up and go, you're so tall. And I just be like, yeah, and what? Years later, I was like, that was easy icebreaker for me and I mm. never utilised it. You'd have the best view in the club though, wouldn't you? <laughs> now nowadays I'd, I'd look for like who's oh you like you, you think i'm tall awesome what's the um you ever hooked up with someone as tall as me go with and the then, name and then they would, and they would i've oh. done this once it worked and then they'll be like no i haven't and you're like do you want to make a personal best tonight <laughs> <laughs> but like you don't like i'll go out to these clubs right now to work, to do my TikTok shit. That's cool, yeah. And Level I was out on there. Saturday night uh, working with a client and the, the guys had come up, early early 20s something. Sev, love your TikToks, all this shit. And we'd have a chat. I'm like, so what's happening tonight? Like, are you, are you here to talk to girls? What are you up to? Most of them, most of them, majority of them say, nah, we're just here with the boys. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't feel like I'm... That or track. lacking confidence. Yeah, they don't have confidence. It's like, I mean, if your aim is to go out to the club, have a good time with the boys and whatever happens, happens. That's chill. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. But when I ask the girls, they're like, oh, normally guys come up to me. I'm like, well, what would you do in return? And there's, there's no, there's Understanding no game. Of, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, like, we talking like early 20s. I would say that I... We always like, like friend. I was king of friend zoning myself, right? <laughs> like I don't mind. Like whatever. You learn heaps of things along the way, and you understand it. I'm happy where I am now, who I am. But yeah, yeah like you evolve. It's probably a good thing, really. I'd probably just get myself in a bit of trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I remember some of the pickup lines you've showed us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the the rain one. The rain one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The the weather one. Yes. The weather one was good. That's well, you can't one. not say it. Okay, so... You know it off my heart? The weather I one. Don't. Yep, so Tinder, you'd match with someone and you'd start to go... Oh, this is a trade secret here. You'd oh. start, you'd go back and forth a little bit, but then i play a game. 
with if I can do it instantly just to really get Tinder out of it. Um, but yeah, I ended up getting 10, <laughs> 10 phone numbers after sending them the first message. That's a pretty good... It's a good stat. And the message was, it feels like... Uh, degrees outside. It feels like your phone number degrees outside right now. And if it was cold, you'd say, it feels like it's negative. <laughs> your phone number outside. And the best thing was it put the ball in their court. Because mm. normally they're used to, and this is what I mean about standing out. They used to, you know, the back and forth, the sleazy something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, here's my phone number. Your well, call. That's funny because she gave me her phone number without even me even asking. See, did it to you. She was, risked you up. I thought she was, <laughs> I thought she was playing jokes with me. Yeah. Because she said, oh, I've got poor reception here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who has that? Yeah. And I was like, like at her house, <laughs> she's like, hang on. I think, she, I, think I, sh I think she said. Let me go drive down to my sister's in Rockingham. I've got better reception there. And she did. She bloody did, right? She actually did it? Yeah. Oh, wow. And I was like waiting and waiting, I think. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And she's like, oh, hey, I've got reception now. She texts me. And I thought she was full of shit. But like, the house that she lived in was terrible reception. Man, all these new houses yeah. with the 10 roofs. That was in like Coma, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, it's like, it's a really good area. I mean, you don't have to drive down to Rockingham. You can just walk down she, the street. She wanted to talk to me. Jesus. <laughs> go to like a cafe or something. Yeah, well, that, yeah. Yeah. Not, I, reckon, not I, that. I reckon that'd be a good piece of content though. Like I would, I would be the hitch at the club and help, help the boys. You could definitely do that. I reckon that would work. You see videos of that and sometimes you think maybe that's a bit set up. But yeah, I don't yeah. think it'd be that hard. No, I reckon it'd be good. There'd be heaps of guys like just. Just give them a bit of confidence and go, hey man, let's get over there. Go up to her and say, say this and see what happens. And, you know, best, best feeling. And it's happened before. Best feeling is when you get that assist. Like <laughs> whether it's a phone number or something further down the line, you know, they get, they get to the, the championship and they win because of you. I'm getting a ring, baby. <laughs> you know? She wants a ring. <laughs> nah, so that's a business proposition. It is all, a business. All those, like, really fake guru, uh, guru guys that yep. try and convince young kids and tell them how to hit on women. Don't, don't teach people how to hit on women. Teach guys how to wingman. That's right. Wingman. Yeah, that's true. You just wingman. gotta just give your man a bit of hype and he'll be right. Yeah, but like I've got another theory with the girls. Uh, and this was back when, back in my day, early 20s, girls our age, who would they go for? Older girls. Right, why? Experience. Oh, and mate. not experience, <laughs> not experience like sexually. I'm not gonna brag now. That too. No, 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 That too, but like they were uh, also um, the the guy would be well established. They know yeah. what they want when it comes to like actual sexual polarity in the mm. in the sexual marketplace. Older yeah. men stand out, but women like get attracted by what they see. So if they're not seeing older men, like, and they just go in the club, they're just gonna see young dudes and. Young dudes don't know what they're doing, but they think yeah. they do because they're all cocky. Yeah. But really, they don't. No. But well, that's, guys that's know what, what I mean. Like, doing. you're not ready yet, young blood. You need no, to. No, mate. But you need to ground yourself. There's because there's no like talk of competition. There's no talk of any of that shit, and uh, any kind of competition is like pushed aside and like shunned. Mm. Especially like between other men, people think it's like bad and toxic, but no one knows that, and then they're wondering why they're not picking up chicks or the they're behaving a certain way. Yeah, they don't. Because all their idiot mates are, but. Mm. This guy might just be wearing flashy clothes and pulling girls because he knows he's got flashy clothes. Yeah. But it's not how you get the girl, it's how you keep her. Yeah. 
I hate, if you just want to hook up, anyone can do that. I hate, I hate seeing the real shit haircuts get girls, though. Mate, my, oh, we've got the same barber, so, you know. <laughs> Salim, there's a plug for Salim. Oh, mate. This podcast is Don't book out all my slots, though. <laughs> Once every three weeks, I want to book a spot, so not too much customers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, um, but, like, yeah, I've seen this, I see this haircut on the weekend. And I put a, a TikTok about it. And this is kid. He would have been 18, 19 years old. Nicest kid. But he's got a ball cut at the front that's faded in. And then at the back is a mullet. Oh, that one. Oh, that's a classic skunk looking head away. <laughs> I'm sure I would have rocked that one point. Thought I was the best thing yeah. in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I was talking to one of the managers at the bar. And I was like, what's the difference between now – now club life versus the club life 10 years ago because he used to work with her and she goes yeah the 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 guys that are less attractive are getting the better looking women yeah that's weird stuff interesting but when you say less attractive what do you mean because that's a very particular thing yeah i mean physically attractive but also and again it's subjective but um traditionally attractive yeah traditionally just like strong jawline big shoulders yeah yeah yeah. um but there's one girl uh i interviewed and um I didn't record this because she didn't want to record it, but I was just yeah. giving her like a like a post post Riz interview because I was I noticed one of the guys What's trying post to, Riz Riz is like trying to pick someone up like trying oh, to flirt yeah. with them. So that's the new lingo, Riz. Oh, I'm oh my. Uh, how do you how do you flirt always, with a chick? I'm I'm not cultured in the twenties. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. So Riz is uh, how do you flirt? Like uh, how do you flirt with chicks? You pick up. How game. do you Riz? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this guy Rizzed, he failed, and I went up to her after. I was like. Give us the breakdown. What did he do? So you asked her critique of his yeah. pickup. Oh, yeah. Get marketing cool. research, bro. <laughs> this is so good. This is so what good. What did she say? So she goes, she goes um, he, wasn't, he wasn't confident. He was talking about himself too much. Uh. And yeah, just didn't seem interesting. But then she also mentioned the appearance. She was, he, was shorter than her, uh, he was shorter than her and skinnier than her. <laughs> wow, that should never happen. Either that she's... Eating too much, or he's just got to sort himself out. Go do some weights. That should just never happen. That doesn't make sense. No. How is he going to protect her? Like she's going to be the man, and she's going to end up. Yeah. Not being and happy. that's and that's like a cultural <laughs> thing too. You know, like oh these, yeah, that's my very biased opinion. There's on, a lot of work people yes. that would shit on you for oh, that. Oh my, I'd love to have the conversation. Come with at them. me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, just like. But I asked her. It makes no sense. I no. asked her. I said to her, "What do you look for?" What's what's your ideal candidate? Oh yeah, and she 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 gave me the triple T, Ooh. tall, thick, and tattooed. Ah, uh, tattoos. Uh, that's not. I mean, I've got them. I got, I love tattoos. Your whole head is fucking tattooed. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was. I've been considering getting more. Trust me. Yeah, I think it's probably not a good idea just yet. Oh well, why not? You wifed up again, so why not? Pretty much. No, I don't know. Just there's other things to worry about, really. And tattoos, yeah, yeah. tattoos don't really add anything to value except for appeal and like. Oh man, looks. It's, it looks cool. Yeah, I reckon it looks cool. I'm oh, gonna get, yeah, definitely. I'm gonna get this one cool. done eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of dicks. Surely not. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Nah. Um, nah. It's gonna get gonna get the whole um, heritage sort of uh, like where I'm from. Sick. I'm not going to have all like the Soviet fucking propaganda on there, but like from the mountains of yeah, like, Russia. And, that's cool. But it's not going to be like that wanky mountain sort of. You could uh, just have like one of even one of your photos of you in the mountain because you've. Photo you've of me, been I reckon, on the sleeve. Well, it's just like it's your adventure, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know about having myself on. <laughs> Big Steve-O nah. on the back. Oh, yeah. He's done that, eh? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, thick, tall. tattooed and tall. The triple T. And I went on a rampage and asked a couple of girls. I was like, what do you look for in a guy? And before you answer, are these three things very appealing to you? Thick, tall and tattooed. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. So um, that's, the, that's the new norm. But, see, like, you can't help being tall unless you want to, like, wear big shoes or something. <laughs> No, but like that's something you can't do. You can't help having a no. big dick or a small dick. That's <laughs> you can't. You can try, but you just that's sad. Yeah. But like you just got to deal with it, right? And yeah. then like thick, you can get thicker. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you can get thicker. Look at my neck. <laughs> no, but um, do you do weights with your neck? No, I actually went to the car the other day and I found out. I think this is why my neck is like the way it is, is because I've you know, back problems like everyone does after thirty. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so like I was like, oh yeah, go get it checked out. I got like halfway down my spine and my shoulder blades. It's like a bit of a wonk, and I've got like a hunchback. Oh yeah. So like my mother, or my I can't remember which one. My mother or my dad does, and all of my siblings have a hunchback. Oh wow. And I until I went to the car. This is only like two three weeks ago. Um, I just thought like, oh, the only reason I don't have it is because I like train and my posture's better because the muscles are pulled back. Well, turns out I've still got it. Wow. So. I have a tendency to like look down and it's not because I'm not confident, but like I now know why. It actually, like I want to look down a lot. Yeah. So like maybe my neck's just like yeah. a bit fucked up. Fucking, I apologise if you can hear that. Hopefully the mics don't pick it up, but some dickheads just started vacuuming. But, you know, whatever. Does that happen much? No, I've never heard that before. Yeah, right. That's fun. Can you hear that? There's that extra... Do they actually know special? what goes on like as far as other people in the building? It's hard to tell whether it's... Actually in my headphones or not. Yeah. No, that's right. Hopefully it doesn't pick up. Sorry, guys, if, if you can hear vacuuming. Old mate's fucking... If he comes out the door, it'll be funny. All right. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon they're outside? Do you, Ryan, do you reckon you can quickly uh, tell them that? Yeah, I'll, I'll have a peek. We're, we're doing a bit of records. We'll, we'll continue the convo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to actually investigate. Is it just out there? That's like Elliot Holtz in his old strength camp when he's doing it out of his garage and have like the big van or bus just like. It was like a little Ryan's robotic. coming out. MVP. MVP. MVP vibes. <laughs> All right, tell us the story, Ryan. What was she doing? She's just tidying up the communal spaces like a good tenant. Yeah, I've, I've done that before. I used my hospitality voice and it, we achieved silence. Thank you. <laughs> if only the... Air conditioning could be quieter. But um I need that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh, it's so warm. It's gonna be finally getting cooler. But um yeah, neck vibes. Um uh, do you feel good? Do you do you, do you move well now or uh, yes or no. Um you have your bad days? I I used to play a lot of footy and I'm born with busted ass hips. I've got photos when I was a kid. Sister was the same. But I um I neglected a lot of stretching and rehab rehab and re mm. Recovery when I was playing footy and I played most of my life. And I guess that old habit of not really taking care of yourself. Training itself is good performance-wise. Yeah. Um, and all those kind of things. But the when rehab. it comes to... Yeah, so as you get older, things don't go away as quickly. They hurt more. Mm. They affect more. So now I've become far more reactive but proactive now in... Yeah, very important. In uh, recovery. But... Yeah. Haven't squat much lately because my back's a bit yeah, I'm, gay. Yeah, I'm down to 60, man. What's that, sorry? 60 kilos. What do you mean? Squat. What do you mean down to 60? Like I used to squat oh, you've got, easy oh. over 100. 
um, for reps. Really? And, and yeah. What's going on there? My back, man. My lower oh, back's okay. like, how are you? You know, all these chiros probably going to hit me up soon. Sebo, come to me. It's still cold <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm kind of looking for a good one because... Well, I haven't... I've, I've had one girl. Um, her Kyrie. name's Kim. Yeah, great chick. And she did some stuff. And obviously, I don't see a car at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've never really fully believed it. My missus is a bit sceptical too. Yeah. You know, I'm a bit Physio a, always fucking works. I'm sceptical of those too. Yeah. Just... Because a similar kind of thing's happened. So usually when I've been to a physio, they just kind of like go, oh, yeah. And maybe that's, I just don't understand what they're actually supposed to be doing for you. Yeah. But they'll just have a yarn with you about what's going on with your body. Like, oh, yeah, they'll look at you. But, oh, yeah. And then they'll just give me like five exercises to go and do mm. and see you later. Maybe come back twice a week. Yeah, but I've seen I've, – I've That's kind of physios. what I've had most of the time yeah. I've been to a physio. So I'm just like, yeah. is that it? So throughout, throughout my footy career – I had one consistent physio that I found. It was all time. And he was the only one that was unorthodox. Oh, he would, a bit, a bit, uh, out he of was ordinary. out of like out yeah. of the ordinary. Out of uh, fucking like he would do weird shit. I'd come to him with like a shoulder, like a tight neck shoulder thing. He'd massage my calf and it'd be gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I had turf turf foot or whatever it's called. Like just it just wouldn't flex or or What's extend. That? Well, like really stiff feet. Just stiff. Maybe I've got that because I've got turf toe. Turf toe, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, turf toe. Like the, 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 it's the worst, man, because you, you, you can't walk because you can't flex it because it just hurts. It feels like it's just frozen. Yeah, right. And he massaged my fucking shoulder and it fixed it. That's weird, eh? Your body's yeah. crazy. But talk about the posterior chain. It starts from here. Goes all the way back behind into the bottom of your well, front like your pineal toe. gland there, or a pineal gland, like the something eye, like that. Third eye thing. But like the yeah, the the headaches, the headaches. Actually, I haven't had a headache in years. I don't remember the last time I had a headache. I don't get sick. Eh? Like, I don't get I, sick. I don't I get headaches. Get sick. I don't. I don't even know what a migraine feels like. Everyone's like, "Oh, I got a migraine today." I was like, "The fuck's a migraine?" I know people who stock Panadol in their cupboards and pop my. I haven't had a the pill. moment they. Oh my god! I'm just yeah. Thinking, I haven't had a pill. Um, the <laughs> There's some bullshit coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one night I um, was given dexamphetamine and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a go and see what it does. And I was awake for fucking ages. I was like, cool. I can see why people take this recreationally as well. Um, but other than that, I haven't had Panadol. I haven't had anything else. Um, I don't remember the last time I took cough medicine. Oh, I don't even have that shit in my no. cupboard. Eh? Like, no, I don't have a medic medicine cupboard. We do. We have a small select things, but I've got kids, so yeah. I mean, we have it anyway. But yeah. um, say you know, stingos and band aids and yeah. neurofin and stuff like that. But like the only times I get headaches is just when I haven't drank a lot of water. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. sweat a yeah. lot, which is really Shout uncomfortable. That I think. But, yeah, I think actually the only time I have had yeah. something. Was when my 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 dehydration glands are tingling. So at work, Speaking right? Of. So we we can work in like a lot of other FIFO places. Work in pretty crazy heat conditions. Yeah. Well, we don't really stop, but sometimes, like, say the client wants us to, we can. But like, you know, hot days we work hard. Like, fuck, yeah. the work we do is pretty hard. And you add in hot days, and I'm a sweating, sweaty kind of person anyway. Like one good day of not drinking much water, I just 
I need something to stop, but that's only lack of water. Yeah, I mean, yeah. being from Kalgoorlie, being from that climate. Yeah, well, that's where one of I'm like, used to. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I should drink more water. And because I don't, um, you know, I'm prone to more dehydration, not just my head, but the rest of the muscles. And, you know, there's a whole bunch of shit that comes with that. So I get mad cramps. Yeah, cramps like, come. Unbelievable. Mm. Yeah, my back's been poop for the last kind of week. So, like, even sitting here, I'm, like, fidgeting because I'm, like, trying what, to... cramping? No, lower, la- uh, my, la- my lumbar is... Why don't you just get, like, a recliner chair and you can kick back when we talk? Version 2, studio version 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> version 2. Big glamour. Yeah. Just, just yeah. get a cute little cushion for you. We'll put it in your... Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. put your feet yeah. up. Yeah. I've got one in the car, actually. A heat pack? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah... Um, from my years of footy, I was doing um, foam rolling and all this shit and that's helped me prolong my career. But then 2017, I just kept getting like like traumatic injuries. Nothing to do with soft tissue, just fucking like... Oh, yeah, right. Eh? ACL. Like getting tackled. Or yeah, or someone like felt on my ankle. Something, like not like... Yeah. yeah. Someone yeah. felt on my ankle because their studs didn't grip to the floor and I tried to jump over them like a hurdle. Yeah. Because they had the ball, they tried to step me and then they fucking fell over. That's what you get. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, I thought I just sprained my ankle, but it was a complete... Fuck. Is that, a, is that had, how it happened? Yeah, I had a whole reconstruction. Yeah, right. Jesus. Can you see the scar? Oh, well, that's pretty good, eh? Yeah. It's fuck. I got a nice one there. Can you see the scar? Yeah, that's pretty good. Can you see that? Is that good? <laughs> oh, you showing the camera, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that was it. That was my last footy game for the waffle. And then I got roped into playing amateur footy in 2018 for Wanneroo. Yeah. And I hated it. I hated every single second of it because I was just too stressed about injury. And That's why I stopped playing. Yeah. Um, I stopped at 27, I think 28. So it's been four years since I kicked the footy. And <laughs> some of my mates are still playing. They, they won the grand final last year for West Perth. It's and impressive that they can do that. But I, I remember they would um, ask me, say, are you coming out tonight? On, uh, after well, like a game. To, uh, after the games. After the game. And they, what, your age still? No, 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 no. This was back then. Oh, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, did you get hit by the same size dude as you a hundred times today? Uh-huh. Like the Ruckman. The Ruckman position is like so yeah. underrated. Like Tough you, on the body. Fuck. Like it's, it's like an the, MMA fucking. The fucking stud to the hip. Oh. Uh, oh, to the toe. Look at the black toe, dude. That's permanent. <laughs> I'm not showing you my feet. My feet are a bit Yeah, no, nah, I can't put it on there because I already, <laughs> already showed my foot. So you have to censor it. <laughs> some, yeah, someone's going to screenshot it and sell it on somewhere. Probably, Ryan's probably going to do it. He's already done Sev's it. big toe. It's already online. Yeah, Sev's big scarred foot. Sev's fans. Sev's fans. Oh. Yeah, Sev's feet fans. Foot fetish. Yeah, that's fucked as well. You've seen those things. The people that are um, selling their feet pics. No, I haven't. I, d- I just don't believe it. Like, I've seen ads for it. I'm like, surely oh, there's not. definitely um, there's definitely fetishes out there and stuff like that. Well, I've got a unique library of feet pics. Why? Because I'm a wedding photographer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you would, hey. So <laughs> the classic shot of the girl, of the bride, putting her 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 shoes on. edit out all her bunions? No. <laughs> no, that's their problem. <laughs> no, but like... They're like premium quality photos. Mm. And I'm like, fuck, I've got hundreds of these. Maybe I should wait a couple of years and then just like not put a face to the to the foot. Yeah, to the toe. <laughs> and a then tooth just, to the toe. And then just sell them, go, this is a bro. <laughs> and just like. You could do something with that, eh? like a collage or a collage? A whole, a whole like gallery. 
whole yeah. a whole whole exhibition. <laughs> Man, like, so you do you st- you still do photography, wedding stuff? Yeah, so I've got one more year. This is my last year of doing it. Well, you're just going to can it completely. Yeah, someone else, my mentor said to me, "You should keep doing this business. You shouldn't fully abandon it." But I don't. People know. want you to take their photos. Yeah, but I don't want to commit myself to a date on the in the year yeah. where there's something else that I'd prefer to be doing than that. Oh, so you're having more fun doing this. Or is yeah. it this or other things? Like consulting. So You actually enjoy that? Like I know you like yeah. you're like, obviously good at it, but <laughs> I actually like, enjoy it. Like do you enjoy yeah, it? Yeah, so like white well, collar work, eh? Hey? Kind of. But yeah. like if you think about it, I would rather help other people's businesses than my own. Yeah, that's like it's more serving someone and you get more out of it. It's more interesting. In the long yeah. run anyway. Well, I've done it with my wedding photography. I could yeah. literally do this for another 10 years, get up to two, even 300K a year. What is wedding photography, photography stuff? Just wedding photography yeah. stuff. Build a team and all that shit, but I don't want to do it. Mm. I was a personal trainer. I had the same problem then. It's a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah I had course, my studio yeah. inside my house and then – because I moved out of the gym because the overheads were shit. Yeah, rent I remember. Out. I remember – the, the gym owner back then, I had one good month and he increased my rent by three times. Surely there's things in place that could stop that. There's just like a base. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it was, right. yeah. And then the, the month after, it, I went back down and he kept the rent. And I'm like, I'm in debt. I was three grand in debt. And you know what he told me? He goes, you, you should sell your car, pay the debt off. Jesus. And I'm like, yeah, but I'll still be in the fucking same spot. So I moved oh, out. Man, that's mad. Eh? I, I moved out and... He goes, don't take, you can't take the clients with you. I was like, what are you going to do about it? How could he stop that? Yeah. So I took them as well. They still went to the gym and did the workouts yeah, and shit. Yeah. But I remember he rocked up to my door. Because he was chasing debt. He was chasing my debt. And, and I was, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was intimidating because he, was, he had army background and he was doing like this private security work uh, every fucking couple of weeks. He'd like fly out to Saudi Arabia or some shit and take care of some Who's this? The gym owner, yeah. Is uh, he not pulling your leg? No, no, like legit yeah, okay. stuff. Maybe he was pulling my leg, but he was pretty fucking like. I can't mention his name, but um, oh, yeah, he he was he was a hard ass, and that just reminded me of something. But everybody pulled out of that gym. Yeah, eventually right. they were like, "No, fuck this." Well, all your clients or just people? No, in? just the workers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I moved out, I remember when I um, had the the gym in the studio we set up all the mirrors we had the nice foam mats i got a like six squat rack and it was like multi-purpose you could yeah, either squat sick, on it or yeah. bench on it and we got the trx on it and it was like one stop shop and i started collecting like dumbbells i had a whole dumbbell rack that shit's expensive kettle- yeah dude it was fucked you, but even like as a if as a business person yeah it still but costs a bit of money it was uh there's a gym gym equipment shop in joondala that i that i got like a loan for yeah. So, so and then I paid it off gradually. Oh, that's all right. And then at the peak of my business, it was like 2015. Um, Was that the PT stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And I was, at, I was a full-time uni student. I was getting 50 sessions a week. Jeez, that's heaps. So I was clearing two and a half grand per week as a full-time uni student. Fuck, that's all right. Eh? It was great. But then I was like, all right, how do I expand this? I had no fucking clue. Yeah. And the obvious answer was to get a bigger space – get some PTs under me to service some of my clients and then t- they'd, I'd take a cut. I didn't want to fucking do it. Why? You didn't, you I didn't want to manage just, people. Yeah. 
I didn't want to manage people. I have a time managing myself sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> well, like right now I'm I'm learning how to do it because I found something consulting and also you can't have no choice helping no i do have a choice because no, like, you're expanding right so you can't yeah have yeah to, like, well can't. i i want to expand this yeah, time yeah, although yeah. i didn't want to expand last time same with the wedding photography i don't want to expand but you could always go back to that exactly like it's yeah. not like it's going anywhere hey I once need, i've left i want to though, save up for a cheeky trip somewhere i'll just do a couple bookings yeah but is it that easy or it, so weddings are different because they oh, don't so get advanced. booked last minute I can't oh, yeah. just go, all right, I'm ready for weddings and get so a wedding. So that's the whole commitment thing. Yeah. yeah okay. So you get a 50% deposit, which is great. But then you have to wait 12, up to 24 months before you do that wedding. And by then, you may... Is that how far ahead they book you? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I had a two-year sales pipeline. Jesus. I had two right. years worth of bookings. I booked mine over, it was like 15 months in advance. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, right. But yeah, so, and that's like what I taught talk to people about with business you need to have a have a plan well that's the thing i i just know that i want to do more than be a like a fifo guy nine to five mm. but i just don't know what to do well people how, are asking how, me that yeah but like i just literally like i know it sounds stupid but like they're like go get a abn or a t, t ABN. like all that kind of stuff yeah. and, like but i get i guess over concerned with um like getting it wrong so okay, like the legalities so, and stuff, not really like in the paperwork yeah. stuff, not like oh. having a go is the hard part. It's nah, like, that's what I get like overwhelmed with. Yeah, yeah Australia's pretty chill like that. Like the, oh, Australia's yeah. tax laws are pretty chill. <laughs> if well, if you fuck up, they let you fix it. In America, yeah, okay, if you yeah. fuck up, you go to jail. That's it. But like, if you're in FIFO, they're ruthless sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> but if you're in FIFO and you want to do something else like a like a passion or something you want to make a business out of it the best time to to do it is whilst you still have the job and this is yeah, the biggest yeah, problem course, yeah. that i'm finding a lot of five workers without like having a secure they're, yeah they're sick yeah. of their jobs they're sick of their mining jobs where they can't escape it because the money's too good or worse the money's too good because and they've leveraged over leveraged themselves with a mortgage Jet skis. See, that's one thing I don't understand. No. I'm not out, like, to be... I'm not, like, anything special, but I'm not stupid. I'm not going to go get a loan. Do you have, do you have debt? Uh, just my bike. It's I've, I, can, I could pay it off, like, if I really tried in, like, three months. That's fuck all. Yeah, but it's, like, six yeah. grand or whatever But people, people have, like, a, a six hundred dollars to $800,000 mortgage based off of the leverage that they got from uh, their FIFO job. The banking system's... Well, well, they, they, they calculated like this. They calculated what you can afford to pay back over 30 years. They don't give a fuck whether or not you want to be working in that same job 15 years from now. That's, yeah, that's not the bank's problem. problem. Yeah. That's a you problem. And they, and they never tell you that. They never go, yeah, you are able to, to – we're able to approve your loan for $800,000 based off of your $120,000 salary you get – uh, as a FIFO worker, it's and then unbelievable. And then, and then I, I've had this conversation with a couple of youngsters who are 19, 20 years old, who have been given a straight out of uh, out of the packet six six figure salary, and I'm like, wait, so they've just let like fresh out of high school, kind of fresh thing. out of high school, they're on 100k. Oh yeah, FIFO, oh, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, and I asked them, I was like, do you have any debt? They're like, yeah, I just bought a hundred thousand dollar Hilux or whatever fucking car is hundred thousand dollars. I don't think hundred thousand dollar Hilux, but you know. Then that they get to be fucking good. Then they, yeah, then they get all this other shit. 
Mm. And I'm like, how do you know you're going to like your job in five years? They're like, no, it's pretty good. Oh, and then, and yeah, then yeah, I talk to the ones that are five years down the track and they go, I fucking hate my job, but I can't leave because I've got all this debt. That's the conversation you need to have. I got, well, the other conversation, which I think kind of is more of a mentality thing is we're blokes, man. Shut the fuck up and do your job. Yeah. Get paid to do something you don't want to do. That's our job. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Till you fucking die, yeah. your job is to provide for other people in your life. Yeah. You can like it or not, but no one tells young dudes that. No. And they sit there, I don't like my job. Stop sulking, do some work. You get paid to do stuff. You get paid fuck all to do le like, like less if you like. Yeah. But you want things and you don't want to pay the consequence for it. Yeah. Like, it's okay to up. take a paycheck cut. I hate my job, but I love it. It's so fucking hard. Like, and there's definitely times where it's cruisy. There's definitely times where it is. But when it's hard, you like... You I'm, love the challenge. Mate, I'm fucking yelling at this pipe. I'm trying to shake out doing drilling stuff, right? And anyone who's done drilling, like anyone who's done it can relate, right? On nights, you've got absolutely no sleep. You've been to the gym and you've got to like drill like, and shake out metres worth of mud out of a pipe with nothing but your bare hands shaking it and a, and a mallet. And you might be able to pump it out. You've got to do that for hundreds of metres, well, metres and metres. And you could literally be shaking this heavy pipe for like 20 minutes. Do they not have a fucking machine that can do this for you? No, that's the job. That's the job. That's the job. That's the job. And it's the hardest I've ever worked, and I'm 32 this year. I consider myself to be a hard-working bloke. All right. What if you got injured? I am injured. I'm always injured. If I, if I told them how injured I really was when I started, I wouldn't even get a job there. But you've got to get on with it. So what if 10 years from now, your health this is why severely I, deteriorated? This is why I don't want to stay in these kind of jobs. Yeah. Because you can't do it forever. Well, it's only because I like training. Yeah. If I didn't give a shit about training, I could do that. There's guys that hobble around. They still get the job done. But I like training and my performance in the gym or how my gym affects work is a big deal. Yeah. It's not that I can't do them both. But if I want to train like I want to train, I can't work how I should have to work. Yeah. And so it affects your job. So yeah. So what's your what's your perfect day like outside of FIFO? Outside of where FIFO. Where you're still where oh. you're still working. Where you're still working, but it's outside of FIFO. As in, I'm not getting paid, but I'm doing work. No, you're getting paid. Well, money's not a factor. Here. Are you anyway. talking about a dream goal, a job, or dream a dream? Yeah, money thing doesn't like exist. What's your dream day? You can't say fucking Mauritius with a pina colada. Oh, with that shit's overrated anyway. Yeah. Um. Every now and then it's nice. A real dream day without talking about work would just be a day with my kids. Yeah. Like, that, w without talking about jobs and work, like a, a day with my kids, yeah. a day with my missus. Yeah. Um, go to the gym, like, no matter what. Yeah. Have some good food, listen to some music. You can achieve that life. Well, I already do that, but, um, like, it, you could be happy with what you have, which you should of learn course to you do can. so. Yeah. But you can also strive for more, which is what I'm doing. So. Yeah. So what's your, what's your game plan for that? Well, that's the problem. I don't have one because mm. I don't know where to start. All right, let's talk about it. How, well, long, how long we got? We've got, we got a good 15, 17 minutes. If, let's, I, let's... if I was to say like, what I would like to do. So when I went to Geraldton, right, yeah. I was part of the football academy. Uh, but growing up, right, I was, in my view, never black enough by the black kids to be black, never white enough by the white kids to be white kind of thing. So I was kind of stuck in the middle, had fucked up psoriasis that – Flake down the back of my ears and shit. Typical tease a lot and all that kind of stuff. But I went to the football academy 
Yeah, Clontarf. So in Geraldton, yeah. they just call it the Football Academy. Yeah. And I was going to leave school because I didn't enjoy like all the teasing and all that shit. But I enjoyed being there. And my mum begged me to try the Football Academy. Guys, like, nah, I'm doing it the normal way like everyone else. I don't need no help. Just do school like my way, whatever. And I was like, okay, I was going to leave anyway. So I decided to have a go. And what they did for me, like in that age of my life, like 10, 11, 12, year, those years in high school, the <clears throat> Grant Jolly, Rob Colley, Rob Colley, Dale Baines. So you remember all their names? Yeah, Heather Brett, um, Mark Allen, math teacher, all these amazing people. So the year group that I had were great guys. Um, but what they did for me as a young boy who I didn't have my father around much, um, just helped. And there's a lot of guys struggling with shit. All sorts of things, personal issues, family issues, girl issues, no leadership in their life. I'd like to be one of those kind of people. Yeah. If I could pick something to do. Yeah. yeah. And just make an impact on, yeah. on guys. I mean, there's are, there's a lot of institutions and organisations. Yeah, but they're all kind of like mainstream kind of vibes. And yeah. I want to be a bit different. I want to be mine. You know, like the typical cliche thing, like gridiron gang. Yeah, I want to be like that, but like my way. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. I like think that's where you just start talking about it, and then build, well, I, build I a do. brand. I don't know how to do that. Like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like that confident in what that means. Okay, like I don't really understand what that means. All right, so you have experience, you have an agenda, you have something that you want to leave a legacy for your kids. Definitely, I would start with that. I would say... My what, son got head boy. There you go. I found out two days ago. Oh, congratulations. Two days ago, yeah. For, yes. for, for primary for school? school, yes. That's awesome. I was up. Like, <laughs> yeah, the boys. Yeah, yeah. So this is, this is why, how I started making content on my channel and got confident in doing it. I asked myself, when my kids are watching this 20 years from now, who aren't even born yet, would they enjoy the content in a way that it's funny? Then I'm involved. I'm involving now to would they enjoy the content for more than the humor, for more of the philosophical educational yeah. point of it, and that's why I want to start making content for them now. You do, yeah, and the grandkids. I'll be in all those chats for sure. Yeah. yeah, but that's what I mean. Like whatever the video is, let's say, let's say ten years from now, God forbid something happens to you, right? Touch wood, it doesn't. And your kids want some advice from from a fatherly figure. Why can't they still be you? They know I I have great mates in my life who I know that they could already go to if they needed to talk to someone. And that's awesome. Yeah, I've made sure that. Yeah. Whether it's accidental or. Part, but kids don't. You know, not every kid has that. Yes, I know. So yeah. why not create a platform that they can look up and go search up and go, hey, I'm struggling with this. And then it's you or me or whoever talking about it. And then all of a sudden that funnels them into a, a sense of belonging because that's what you've got to do. So oh. what's, what's something that you'd tell your kids if, they were in, if they're all in their early 20s now, fast forward, mm, what would you tell them? Don't chase girls. <laughs> Don't chase girls. Pussy is the weakest form of satisfaction. Like if you're in a committed, loving relationship with your partner – that's not the same thing. If you're like weak for a girl or like I, my personal experience is I stopped playing football. I had a go at waffle. Never really tried because I was worried about girls. 
Just distracted. Oh, looking over there. That's all that was. I'm not saying I would have made it. I might have. Who knows? But I didn't even try because I was distracted about something that when you learn later is pretty easy to get. <laughs> I, and yeah. But the thing is, the problem with like young guys is you've got to be relatable to them at that age. Whereas if you heard the same conversation that we're having now at our age, you'd be like, fuck yeah, and you might use that directly like that day or change your behaviour that day. But kids at that age are hard because they've got to trust the man talking to them. That's why you've got to build a brand. You, That's they can't, you can't trust a stranger no. with your intimate trauma that maybe your dad beats the fuck out of you or yeah. whatever it might be, maybe just having troubles talking to girls, lacking confidence. They're not going to listen. Well, they might listen. That's the hard part. That's Building weird. trust with a man, like, is daunting. That's that's where the brand building comes in. That's mm. where you start to put it out there. That's that's why I was able to build that sales pipeline of the wedding clients. They still text me. Seb, I've been following you for years. <laughs> now I'm that's getting cool. married. I know you're a wedding photographer. I need you to be at my wedding. Yeah, cool. Whereas others would go, fuck, I'm getting married. I don't know any wedding photographers. Who the fuck do I get? Yeah. They have to stress out about knowing which one it is, if they're going to be a vibe. Oh, there's Sev. Fuck, I've been following him for years. Yeah, yeah. He makes me laugh. He's going to do that on my wedding day, you know? So that's the same with you. If I'm not a very chatty person to people. Like I am, but I'm not. It's, it's such I, a... I feel like I yeah. waste my breath a lot if I talk to people who just aren't relatable to what we're talking about and small talk to me is quite hard to bother with oh absolutely i find it very boring i, I i'm the same but let, the thing is right you're plant you're either planting the seed or getting to the point you're, you're getting you're reaching out to the right people right now so the one percent of the people that do need to hear your message they'll find you eventually but if you put out one video for example even though you're not an outspoken i don't know person, what i'm supposed to say <laughs> Well, you just said that. Don't don't chase girls in your early twenties. They're a distraction. That's one piece of content. Okay, the only I'm not, I'm not, I know I'm pointing out problems that aren't that big a deal. But like when it, I find maybe because it's just my algorithm, but that's all I see is pages like that. It's just the same old kind of shit. Yeah. So perfect. Why because, is that perfect? Because you are going to make your own version that you think is better that will align with the people that are looking for it. Yeah, okay. So I'll give you the wedding example again. Wedding couples, never been married before, never looked for a wedding photographer before. They don't know what the fuck they're looking for. They look at all these people who are all saying the same shit. Here's my website. Here's some photos. I'd love to be part of your day. That's it. Then I come in and go and relate to them going, fuck, so you're getting married. That's, that's hectic. That sounds... That sounds Sounds amazing, but man, this is a lot of work to do. Here are the things that I would think about doing between now and your wedding day um, as like a heads up. Yeah. Give them value. And then they'd look at it. I made a whole blog about it and shit and people are still finding it and still hitting me up from it. Yeah, that's I made cool. a little podcast, a wedding podcast for a little bit. People are finding that podcast and they're still booking me from those episodes two years ago because the value was there. And they go, man, I trust this guy. Yeah. Because he seems like he knows what he's talking about. Whereas everybody else is going, hire me, hire me, hire me. Whereas yeah, all these, that's, that's irritating. Yeah. It's like car sales. Exactly. Like, but going back to, yeah. to what you're seeing on, on, on your channels is um, all these guys are like, 
oh, you, you know, you want to become a man and shit like that. They're all saying the same shit. They're literally just regurgitating the same shit over and over. Mm. But if you speak from your own, your own truth, your own trauma, that's fine. But over time, that builds that rapport with the people that need you. Because not everybody's going to be your guy or you're not going to be their guy yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Like I've, I've seen heaps of gurus all the time and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you can't, they, can't be, they can't all be. You can't all be. You, yeah, Tony pick. Robbins can't satisfy everybody. No, no. <laughs> but it's the same with like, like yeah, okay. even sport. Like you have one or two of your favourites. Like Andrew McLeod was my favourite oh, yeah, yeah, AFL yeah, yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I just like the way he went about it and things like that and and – now in footy, there's so many like characters and UFC as well. Like yeah, yeah. the most successful UFC people are also the most charismatic. Yeah, their business, they're selling their business. Yeah, they're getting advert. But if they've got a good product, yes, but meaning they can fight, then you know Dana's seeing dollar signs with McGregor going, "Fuck yeah, he can fight and he's entertaining." Yeah, yeah. Whereas you see like Jose Aldo for the last ten years, I didn't even fucking and this is. Because I was a UFC casual yeah, before yeah, McGregor, yeah. as everybody else was. I'm right? not a big yeah UFC, you know. Guy, yeah. But like, I never knew that Jose Aldo was a champion for ten years. Yeah. One because he didn't speak Pretty English, cool. and two, he's not he's not an outgoing person. Well, that's what I feel. Like. I feel like I'm the quiet person who just likes to do the right thing, and like I obviously want to help people. But how do you help people without being noticed? Exactly. Because I feel like that's what I want to do. <sighs> I mean, like, what, you, what you could do is. Like, you, if you just want to dip your toes and, like, get, like, uh, find your own, like, messaging, you can even just start, with, like, volunteering, like, a day a week when you're yeah. home from FIFO. Like, we had, uh, was it Gareth uh, from Man Up WA, which is... I think I've seen that on the web on a website, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, okay. I mean, like, start with something simple like that and, like, just, I don't know, yeah. find, develop that, your own little message and... You might like a lot that they do. You might find some stuff that um, you don't gel with and you might be able to develop your own, like, messaging yeah, okay. yourself. And then you're not going all in straight yeah. away. It takes time. So, like, you gotta you got to build it if you want to. You say you want to, but, yeah, you got to go out there. I remember, like, Instagram came out with the Instagram stories and I was like, oh, fuck, I can't be fucked. I'm just going to keep sharing my shit. As just, in like no stories, just post. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? Why not? What's the worst that can happen? And then, yeah, got me here. But um, yeah, volunteering and, and that's what I actually did. I volunteered. Well you my did your time. photography thing. Well yeah, the, the you, tours. You, yeah, you invited people to join, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. And that that was it. Build and it and they will come. Yeah, 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 exactly. Build, Build it dreams. and they'll come. <laughs> So, okay, so I haven't checked out this man up or like anything of yeah. similar, like a men's shed, right? Mm. But how do you go from just hanging out with people to actually helping them, giving them guidance in areas of their life that they actually need? Yeah. Like, is that just as simple as just having conversations or is yeah. it? Yeah. How do you help your boys? Yeah, sometimes the conversations I'm hard on enough my kids, to help. Eh? I'm pretty rough on them. Like, as in, I don't give them much. They, they, they're... They're pretty solid. I mean, however you parent your kids is your thing. Yeah, yeah. But but there's got to be empathy. There's got to be – they got to figure shit out too. Yes. You know, like like for my my parenting advice is, you know, some people might not like it because they go, what the fuck do you know? You don't have kids. I was a school teacher for a little while. You still were a child though. Still was a child. We're all all children. Um, And the kids that I taught at school, the ones that had the most trouble – their parents shows, 
showed similar traits, uh, absence or they were telling them how to live. Mate, I try to be present. Yeah. I could show text messages from Lester this week. Yeah. No, that's fine. No, I'm talking about... Trying to get in contact with my children just for a phone call. I don't call them every day, maybe once a fortnight, sometimes less because Mm. they don't always have shit to talk about. Mm. But even when I try... It is so hard to get a phone call. But later on, they'll be, they'll be. Oh, mate, she's doing, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. when they when your kids are, you know, adults, you'll be there. I I've watched my son three times cry to stay with me now. Every time I say goodbye, and it's so hard. Like it is. I didn't think it would be. I thought, oh yeah, that's a nice feeling, but it's hard, and it's like, man. But they they listen. Like I feel like I've done a pretty good job obviously it's not just me it's yeah. her as well and everyone in their life but i think we we've, we've done a pretty good job yeah so well, it sounds like you have but that's um, the thing like with with the kids i know that when i started tiktok for fun it's because i realized that they found me on online outside of school and i thought that was funny because they would see me at school they'd get home and procrastinate on their phone and then there i was again popping up on their fucking feed I wonder if my kids, I'm pretty sure they watch TikTok. Imagine you started a channel. <laughs> no, I could already, and they see me. <laughs> and you were just talking about life advice. Yeah. You were talking to them first, but then you were also talking to everybody else. I talk to them just like I talk to adults. I don't sugarcoat much. I have empathy, but. Put that as content. They are 100% capable of navigating in their head certain things if you give them certain things. There you go. Like if you have put no, pro, no pressure on them to pick up something and learn or try something, they won't or they might. But that's just a might. But yeah. you got to follow your obsession. Whatever distracts you, you got to follow that. i always that. thinking about my kids and and just like that kind yeah, of stuff. That's, yeah. It goes back to my original question. What would you tell your kids right now if they're in front of you in terms of anything? You know, they're going to go through some hardship through life and you can't tell them what to do. You have to guide them. You know, us as adults with our kids and us as kids with our parents. My my mum specifically, she was a hard ass. She beat the shit out yeah, of me. Yeah, she was very similar. You yeah. and my mum. Yeah. Very similar. But I, and you know, this is all cultural differences now. The Gen Z could say they're a bit softer because their parents were softer. We can say they're a bit softer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the, when I was getting, when I was growing up, mum would, just step in when I was going to do a colossal fuck up <laughs> or I was colossally disrespectful. Yeah, of course. yeah. That's it. That was it. There was no, there was no, nothing else. She always said to me, get a job or go to uni. One yeah. of the two things. And I got a job because I didn't want to go to uni. And then after that, there was a bit of guidance. And then I left the nest in my twenties. I still, you know, needed her help. And then now, in my 30s, I'm giving her help. <laughs> I do that. I, I think, like, obviously, like, yourself and myself, I've known you for a long time. I think we've both got parents, mothers especially, have done a very good job of raising mm. boys. They were, they were hard on us. They had to be both man and, like, father and yeah. mother, I guess. But they did a good job. Mm. And, like, it shows, like, through your, what you've achieved and what you're achieving and how you are people relate to people don't think you're a dickhead exactly um and like i can say the same thing all my kids are kids my siblings 
all relatively successful in what they do in their own ways. Uh, and my son and my sons are, you know, it's like... Yeah, because we got It taught. comes from somewhere and it's not just like no. one person's done this, but like my mother was had a hard life. I guess a lot of old mothers did too, but those strong people have made huge impacts for multiple yeah. people and yeah. it's pretty cool to, and that's, to understand that. That's what I'm not seeing at schools with their parents. Um, their parents were, you know, raised in a, a nice family, which is good. But they don't have that resilience. They finish school, they go to uni, they get a job and they start to work that job. They have kids but they didn't have that hardship so their kids kind of get away with more things. Oh, yeah. You know, you know the hard times build fucking soft. The best book you'll ever read or that I've ever read, Hard Times Create Strong Bed by Stefan Arno. Arno yeah, Arno. that's where the quote he comes from. He passed away, I'm pretty sure. It's thick as fuck but it's so easy to read. Any guy read that, even a woman, to try and understand a man, mate. Yeah. So that's, that's what I mean. Like It's a good book. That's what I mean. Like the kids nowadays need to face some shit. And like I'm not saying to start beating the shit out of your kids. I'm just saying like yeah. they need to be aware. Because <laughs> like, well, before the wars and all that, it wasn't as hard. But there were more diseases. There were, more, there were less medical shit to, to help you with. And then the wars came and then the boomers fucking, you know, rebuilt everything. There's no fathers in the home. That's a simple answer. Yeah. That's a simple solution. It's not a simple solution, but that's the answer. Mm. Fathers get taken away from the home, take away a strong father from the home or male role model, the house will collapse. Yeah. You do that to every house or most houses. Yeah. There's nothing there. So that's what I mean. No foundation. With yourself and me as well is if the kids are consuming bullshit online – and this is why I'm pivoting outside of all the nonsense stuff. Like, you know, putting skits up and doing yeah, funny stuff comedy, every now and then. Yeah, now you want to help people. Yeah, yeah. And it's harder because the yeah. algorithm doesn't want that. Well, not everyone's going to like that because they, some people only relate to you because you're funny. But they don't want to consume that because it's the truth. Oh, people can't, yeah. People can't die. They want to escape. That. Well, that's the, that's the whole, you know, why people love sport. It's an escape. Why people Circus. watch reality shit. Yeah, Coliseum reality shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. that stuff's like you're living through somebody else. Yeah. That's sad, eh? Yeah, and, and going and consuming stuff online. You said you were trying to take up gaming again on one of your stories. Yeah. Don't. I haven't, I haven't Don't. fucking touched it. I'm trying it. to stop, man. I haven't I'm touched it. I'm trying to stop. It. That's one thing. I tr I'll just taper off to a it's another mature. Mm. Well, that's what I did. I just basically played computer games till it was time yeah. was up to go back to work. Or I got to see my kids and I was just yeah. waiting for time to pass. You can be a kid. You can go online and play Minecraft with your, with your mates. And, you know, like this, telling this to a kid, they'll tell you, fuck off and let me just do what I want. But if I was a kid again in, and I was 12 years old and everybody around me wanted to play Minecraft, I would be going, how the fuck can I flip this shit on eBay? How do I do all this other stuff? <laughs> Right now, so that by the time I finish school, I can play as much Minecraft as I want because the money that I have invested, not savings, invested, is putting a roof over my head, putting food on the table, and I'm in my early 20s. I've seen a couple of young entrepreneurs achieve it, but uh, it's that mindset that they get into. I told my older son this. I speak to him differently to the other two because yeah. he's a bit older. Yeah. I talk to him about this stuff. Not because money is the reason, but money gives you choices. 
Like I'm not a finance guy. I'm not loaded or anything like that. But you know enough to know that like if you have plenty of money, you can just enjoy life a little bit more. I'm not yeah. saying it's the fix for your problems, but no. if you don't have to worry about it, like there's a lot of poor people yeah. taking work for granted, just having a job. I've been jobless before. It fucking sucks. Yeah. But I refused to go to Centrelink, so I didn't go. Yeah. But there's a lot of poor people who can't afford normal shit, shit that we take for granted. And I'm just like, my son's worried about Jordans or what. Like, I know you like sneakers, but like that's what is in his head. I was like, mate, you can't afford sneakers, but like you can afford shoes, but you can't afford things that matter. Yeah. It's like, it's not going to help you in the long run. He thinks about it and stuff. And I just put like little seeds, I guess, as opposed to just trying to like drill into him and you do that a few times over the years and they kind of get an idea themselves yeah yeah i i i'm also like a hypocrite a lot of the time a contradiction because a lot of the stuff i talk about in my branding you know i talk about sneakers and my love for them and things like you that also but yeah. but like i'm not a materialistic person even though i've got shoes i personally love my shoes yeah. I don't buy them for anyone else. Yeah. I don't buy them to flex. Uh, you know, I've got an Apple Watch. I don't give a fuck about Rolexes. Mm. I don't give a shit, you know. But if one came out, I was like, that looks cool. And I have the money where it's like, you know, why not? I will. Ferraris and shit. I mean, a G-Wagon would be nice. Nah, what are you going to do with that? Exactly. What are you going to do with that? For it's me, just going to take it from here to here. And it's going to be a bit cooler in the aircon. Yeah. That's for me. It. It's a comfort <laughs> thing, though. Like yeah. I, I don't really fit my G, uh, G wagon, my 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 fucking Volkswagen. You, you I don't yeah, fit you're it. very tall. I want to fit in something like nicely, and my posture doesn't go to shit. But like that's that's a that's an exception, though. Yeah, you want yeah. it for a legitimate reason. And the same thing with 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 flying. flying. I want to be in business class. Yeah. At least. Have you done it before? Yeah. What's it like? It's fucking sick. It's not because so of unlocking a new level. It's not eh? because of <laughs> no, it's not because of the lady feeds you champagne the whole time and you got Wi-Fi and you, it's the extra leg room. I need the extra leg room. It's yeah. a need. Oh, I, I'm not even like a tall person and I'm like cramming up and like yeah, hoping that this would be like a half an hour flight instead of yeah yeah. I can't get deep bait thrombosis, you know. But um, but yeah, going back to what you want and what you want to buy and all that shit and all the money, like. Money helps ease your lifestyle because even like when people say to me, Sev, you, you can be happy with 40K a year and, and, and live a happy life. I could. Yeah. You but could. you wouldn't be doing much. Your basic cost of living per year is fuck. I mean, it depends on where you live. But it could be between 16 grand to 26 grand a year. I pay like 12, I pay like 12 15 grand in child support. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's just apparently, yeah, yeah, that's like, like that much money. You you live in you live in somewhere like Kyrgyzstan, where I'm from. You can get by like a king, less than five hundred dollars a week, or oh, no, am, sorry, yeah. a month, a month. Yeah, but you take away your job, right? Say, imagine money wasn't the problem. Mm. You did everything you had to do, but you could just afford it. Like, are you happy without that though, or with it? Like if you if Depends. you change put your lifestyle somewhere else, yeah, and the money was or just it wasn't the problem, yeah. but you just spent what you spent. Like, would anyone even be happy? I don't think a lot of people would be. I'd, happy. I'd get I'd get bored, but like we talk about, I talk about it with Sabine all the time. Like, what if we just had 
an off the grid place and we just every day I just like farm and stuff like that. That's why working for a man is important. Even you don't have to like it, but it's a purpose. You yeah. don't even have to believe in the purpose, but it's still there. You still need a purpose. And for me, working for a man isn't the purpose. Uh, for me, working for myself and building something myself. That's still working. Though. Yeah. It doesn't it matter is. who it's for. Yeah. You're like, it's for your family. Yeah. Because but you're doing something you enjoy. If you did all this your entire life, got all this shit, got all these Ferraris and fucking all the rest yeah. of it, you had no one to share it with. You might have a hot day every now and then yeah. or every night and that's all that you yeah. You'd be a sad person. Yeah. If someone likes that, I'd be very surprised. My dream situation is just the ability to go anywhere and everywhere. Not to flex on Instagram that I'm in fucking old mate's, you know, city or whatever. I'm at this event or whatever. It's just the the ability to do it if I wanted to. Well, it is flexing, but it's also not a bad thing. Like... What's wrong with showing people what they can get if they yeah. work hard enough? Well, that's what I say as it's well. It's how you look at it. Like, you yeah. could send a message to the right person and if they don't want to receive it, they won't receive it. Yeah. So, like, you, it's like anything. You could change your perspective on the same thing three times mm. and you get a different story depending mm. on what you want. Yeah. So, like, sad people are going to behave in sad ways. Yeah. So, there's tons of people, who are like, trying to get something in their life. There you go. So, you're full of wisdom. Now you gotta, yeah, I know that. You put it like, out. Fuck, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, eh? Hey. Podcasts. Dude, you've, you've said some gold shit That's already. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Put it out there and, and, and then, you know, like I was talking to this guy before uh, last week and he got into his music and then he, he did, like his sister recorded a clip of him singing or rapping and posted it and it did well. I asked him, I was like, what if, what if that didn't do well? Would you be still interested? And he goes, oh, I don't know, maybe not. I was like, what do you mean? But he was doing music before. Yeah, it's your passion. Yeah, you that's know? what I mean. Like, yeah. Yeah, I had a discussion before you came with another guy that I'm um, collaborating with in America. And we said that when you have a passion, you really love it. You love doing it. You live and breathe it. You also got your main job. And then your passion becomes monetized. Like, like it did for me, sometimes the passion goes away because the pressure of the, the job becomes... That's why I don't want to compete. Yeah. Because I just do it for myself. Yeah. I could definitely understand that. Yeah. It's not fun. No. I'm also doing it to make someone else's version of what yeah. a good body... Like, or like, it's all for somebody else. Yeah. Like, I love the gym, eh? but... I don't know how you could do it and nah, make it a business. No. Just like, well, PTs and stuff. Like, you've done it. Yeah. Doesn't it get, like, boring? And it got like, so boring. Yeah. It got so repetitive. Because you're just talking about the same – and, like, I feel kind of guilty. Like, yeah. literally, literally could just go on YouTube and search out the same shit I'm going to tell you when it comes to bear. People, like I feel guilty taking someone's money. Yeah, people want people want that human face to element. Face. Yeah, want that true. sense of belonging, like that accountability. People paid me more for accountability. I don't think someone would like me as a PT. I'd be too hard on them. I'd be like, shut up. Some people it. would love that. Give me those people. Yeah, well, they'll that's, fucking grow. That's for sure. If they come train with me, that's what I mean. I'm no PT. Like I don't know how to talk to people in a nice way, but I'll get them working. Well, <laughs> well that's what I mean with like your content. Like you're not for everybody. I'm not for everybody. Oh no, definitely. But not. You make enough impact on the right people. Like obviously, the the goal is to make as impact on as many people as possible. Would you make your own a new page for this? Because my two <sighs> accounts are on personal or private. Sorry. Yeah, start fresh and 
Hamo's tips or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's got to be something cheesy, right? <laughs> nah, I'd probably, I'd probably make it more sentimental. Yeah. Something more like, yeah, something memorable but less cheesy. Unless, unless that's the angle you wanted to, to take nah. it. All the stuff I'd like to share would be like pretty deep, meaningful conversations. You got to do about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I shared a story about my mum uh, a year ago um, of like how she she was clutch at school for What's me. What's that mean? Clutch. Like she, she, she carried. She was, she, was, she was MVP for me. She, um, oh, okay. Yep. Like there was a time where, you know, everybody was racing to the canteen to get food and I just walk to the office and there'd be a hot pie there for me and a Coke <laughs> every lunch. Every lunch. And I'd always get the caramel slices after the cooking, after with her. But then, then I also did my own little fundraiser with the zombie chew thing. You know the zombie chew story? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, just quickly. I've said, I've said this a few times. But I um, – oh, okay. I said this a few times. But the, um, I would sell lollies at school after they got rid of the sugar um, uh, stuff. stuff from school. And stuff. my mum, my mum's office was the stockpile oh, for wicked. all my for all my yeah, goods. Boy. And when they asked her, like, "What's he fundraising for?" She he, she goes, "Oh yeah, no, nah, he's, nah, he's good. He's legit." <laughs> he bullshitted. That's so good. She was she was clutch as fuck. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, the, I've always I've always been doing things my own way, and I've always been sharing my own personal stories where I could. So sharing your personal stories is is your brand because that is you. I guess it just comes down to a bit of fear, to be honest. I don't yeah. know why because I'm not real. I, I wouldn't say that I'm scared of much, but like you are at the same time. Yeah, like of different kind of fears. But once once yeah. you relinquish that, once you just like just let go of it, what's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is someone fucking shits on you. They're a piece of shit anyway. Mm. Like, you know, and yeah, well, then people try to do that anyway. They're so. not your audience though. Yeah, that's true. They're not your audience. Hey, sorry, sorry, this content wasn't for you, and uh, pretty embarrassed for you that you took the time to tell me how you feel in a negative way. But next time, if you could give me some positive feedback, maybe some constructive criticism instead of just blatantly shitting yeah. on me. Um, you know, I get constructive criticism every now and then, but I, it could, it's up to me to take it or leave it. And if they then follow up again, going, "Hey, I noticed you didn't take my." criticism before you're a fucking idiot i'm like well don't watch my shit then yeah well that's the thing i'm not i don't know it's just maybe it's not even fear it's maybe it's just like self-doubt as opposed to like what people might actually say oh they'll say they'll say yeah. shit oh yeah i know people like you gotta get ready for it oh i could say something right on camera right now and someone would have a problem with it yeah yeah but that's the world not everybody like the whole there's a whole vegan thing right now. You've been seeing me putting the stuff on the bully oh, butcher. I, I haven't seen the vegan thing, but the vegan thing has been around since. Well, like people while. people are hardcore advocates about it, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna be a meat advocate. Yeah. I'm gonna be a a, a fucking full blown beef. Eat your beef. Eat your pork. Eat your fucking chicken and whatever, because that's the shit that we were doing for centuries, for millennia. I've I'm very much the same. I I'm not one to like. Oh yeah. I feel amazing. Tell people what they can eat. They can eat whatever they want. Yeah. 
But it's like religion. You don't go beaten Catholic, like the Bibles at people and think yeah. they're going to be receptive to what you say. Yeah. So a lot of people just don't like it because they're just being, it's just being shoved down their yeah. throat. But I've seen, I've seen like vegans who've been vegans forever. Sean change. Ba- do you watch Sean Baker's stuff? No. His carnival diet? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen yeah, I've that. I've got shit. his book. I haven't finished it. I've got about halfway. But, I, but I've seen vegans who've been advocates for it forever and have changed. And now they're going, holy fuck, my life's amazing. I feel so much better. Yeah. Well, right? I did keto on and off for years. Mm. I was like the only person I knew who did keto for like, uh, a, f- a few of my friends did it, like trial and error. I did it throughout footy. And I did it because of them, I think. I think. But I just kept doing it. A lot of intermittent fasting. Mm. And you go through f- periods of time where you're doing that stuff when you're not doing that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. I felt amazing. You tell, show me where all the fat people are from eating lots of meat. Like if that's mostly what they're eating and yeah. mostly nothing else. Yeah. Or like some veggies and stuff. But you show me all the traditional tribes where they had a bunch of fat people. I haven't heard of any. No. Maybe I'm in the wrong history book. <laughs> but yeah, like millions of calories in the big juicy animal. Like millions of calories. Like good ones too. Yeah, but like yeah. a lot of people talk about that stuff. Not just the flesh, but like organ meat. Yeah. I just yeah. love how a whole cow... Right? Good old liver king. Yeah. <laughs> like a whole cow can feed you for a year mm. and you can, you can just have what comes out of the cow and you, you would be – your nutrients would be all covered. Well, you wouldn't go hungry. No, you, you wouldn't And that's the thing, like – Well, that's what the um, – that's what why they, they worship to, cows. What are they trying to preach about? Like health or just like what is it? And a, uh, um, uh, a false agenda. That's what they're preaching. Oh, like the bug thing, like all of a sudden. So they say meat's bad since forever. They throw vegan products at you, vegan stuff. But all the vegan farms have to clear. Well, there's no vitamin B in the soil. No. They kill gophers. (laughs) Yeah, they kill all the insects and stuff. But people who talk about vegan, they're only vegan for part of what they want out of it. Yeah, yeah. They're not vegan vegan because if they were, they wouldn't. Yeah. They'd find some forest or piece of dirt, desert where there's no animals ever. And they'd use that to farm. Yeah, go there. But then you're killing all these other animals. It's like you're contradicting yourself. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. No. But it's the same with every other theory out there with whatever debate you have with anything. There's always an opposing side. And, you know, vegans, hardcore vegans will say, we're talking shit. You know, they're going to come after us or whatever. I'm like, come after me. I'm living my best life, but I'm I'm also not telling them how to – what they should do. I'm just advocating for what I believe is my favorite way of doing it. And if there's people that want to jump on the boat, let's go for it. But if you don't jump on the boat, great. Live your best life. But it's funny because like people grow up and they hear advice from their parents or anyone wise. They'll be like, don't always listen to what people say. Take it with a pinch of salt. Well, if you choose to go online and watch any video about anything and you're not trying to understand theirs... What's the point? Yeah. You're just trying to respond to what you think. Yeah. You're not actually trying to listen. So you might be advertising me or talking about it. They could just say that he's doing that, not I have to. Mm. But they choose otherwise. Yeah. Seek. Seek. Uh, are you seeking validation or are you uh, looking for an opinion? That's it. Um, I'm always seeking validation. Yeah. From my missus. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's a good way, of, uh, good note to end on. Um and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see your shit online soon. And uh, for everybody else, watch watch this space, Josh Hamilton.
mm. name to look out for soon. And <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's been been a good chat. Um, lots more to come out of this. This has been like one of my better favorite chats. We're just talking about shit, which is fun. I was thinking about bringing some like wings or something, just cause. A what? I was thinking about bringing some wings or something. Wings? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Next time, next time. Like, oh, we'll man, do it on like, location. Oh, location. We'll hit up Varsity Bar or something. Oh. Um, but yeah, uh, hit up uh, the channel. Let us know what part of the segment you like the most. Um, if you think I'm a piece of shit, let me know about it. Love to hear from you. It's not. As always, good thanks. <laughs>